Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Peak to Pit or watching uh, Allie Peak, TJ Pittinger, hanging out with you. This is the episode to preview the national championship game, our last college football hurrah for like eight months. I'm already a little sad. Um, oh, we're not sad. This is a rough I, year for both of us. A rough year I know, but I hate the offseason. Five and seven, six and seven. Seven and five for the big three. Like nobody had a good year this year, right? But college, but but life is better when college <laughs> football is on than when it isn't. My life's more busy when college football is on. I oh, do know that. Yeah. No, I, I don't mean to. I don't want to get canceled. So yeah, I'm I'm sad that college football's over. Uh, I'm not really sad that bowl season's over though. Like we've talked about this, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But all that said, I'm super excited for the national championship. I think it's. I am too. I'm really. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it here in just a minute. But like, you have yeah. plans. You're just gonna have a party at your house with like um, the six crazies that live there. I mean, they gotta go to bed, right? Like, it's I. It's can so I tell late. you my pet peeve about the national championship? Why the Monday hell night. is it on a Monday night? And doesn't it not start till nine? Yeah, usually like, like eight thirty, nine. Well, like what that. are we doing? School night, work night. Like, I, I, why can this just not be on a Saturday night? I don't like. It's just absurd. Like I'm gonna be drinking Celsius at four o'clock in the afternoon so that I can stay awake. I oh, I'm gonna be drinking, like, but it probably won't be Celsius. <laughs> well, I'll drink bourbon later. I literally I cannot, you know what I figured out about myself? I cannot go watch TV or football in my bedroom. The second too dark. I do that, no, I just like the second my body hits the sheets. I can no longer stay awake. I don't, I, I think it's because I just like am 90 miles an hour from the second my feet hit the floor to the second I get back in that bed. And the sec, and I just, I literally can't stay awake. So I'm going to have to watch the national championship on my couch because otherwise I will miss the national championship. My couch TV is better than my, uh, yeah, I'm with that. I might go watch it outside. It's been okay. nice the last week or so. Yeah. They have those different broadcasts, those different telecasts uh, yeah. where like the coaches talk about it. Yeah, so I'm. I might. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, so many see options. How many bourbons I have. Yeah. Um, excited for it. Excited to see it. But then, yeah, like season kind of sucks when it's when it's over. Though, I mean, but you're right. Like the NFL is definitely figured out. Like six thirty on a Sunday is perfect, right? Right. It's over by ten. Ten thirty if it goes to overtime. It's usually they usually premiere a new show after the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Like they, because they're trying to use those numbers that are already tuned in. Like there's enough time for network television afterwards. This is yeah. like why college football is better than the NFL in so many ways. But this is the one way that I just, I do not get how they do not have it figured out. I cannot watch a game that starts at nine o'clock at night. I mean, I, I am going to watch a game that starts at nine o'clock on Monday, but like, I don't want to, I want it to be three hours earlier, two hours earlier. The other 30, I could do seven 30. Or just on a Saturday. I mean, a Saturday would be just perfect. Just on but, Saturday, you but know, like you have honest, every game of the every game of the still season. not a great time for me. Yeah, you have every game of the season on a on Saturday. Saturday. Like the College reason to put it on football is a is Saturdays. I don't I don't get it. Plus, then you can have game day leading into it. Like, how anticlimactic is it that we don't have a game day episode? Is there not a game day at like seven p.m.? I, I mean, I'm there, sure there's right? an hour long preview show that's the game day staff, but we don't have our Saturday morning uh, wake up with the you know the intro and all of that. Like, I want a three hour game day Saturday morning. I want it all. I need the whole day. I do actually always watch like it's on the TV from the second we wake up until the game happens. All the pregame coverage. My children um, don't love that day, but the good news is the big girls will be at school. So I'm a little bit babies don't get an opinion, uh, but I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, no, I think it'll be a heck of a game. Um, this is the game I wanted. I did not, yeah. for good reason. We'll, let's talk about the playoff just a little bit. We hung out for the playoff on New Year's Eve. Um, mm-hmm. My bold prediction came true. Did you see that? I tagged you in the video. You didn't respond. I, oh, I, I did. No, I think I saw it. I just didn't care. You just, you just were mad that I was right. Um, the Michigan-Georgia game was a bigger blowout than the uh, Alabama-Cincinnati game. Yes. Not only in score, because it was really, really close. Like It was like 23 and 21. But also, like, it felt like that. Like, I felt like Cincinnati had a better chance. So, I mean, probably because that game was only, really, like, 10 at halftime or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know that Alabama, I think that either team actually had any sort of legitimate shot once the game kicked no, off. Like, there was never chance. a point in the Cincinnati game where I was like, ooh, they might be coming back here. They Like, I never had that feeling at all. I mean, but – I think well, that the so Georgia say, game felt like a bigger blowout yeah. than, than the Cincinnati yeah, I mean, game. I, and that's probably – so I do feel like – and this is really like splitting hairs, but I do feel like at the very beginning, like Cincinnati looked good. Like Alabama went down and scored, made it 7 nothing, and Cincinnati drove all the way down inside the 10, ended up getting stopped on a dropped touchdown and had to yeah. kick a field goal, and then on the very next drive drove it. all the way down and then had a turnover. And so it's like yeah. – First quarter, they they looked pretty good. It was seven three at the but end. But we talked quarter. about that a little bit. How like there was a decent chance they might hang for a little bit. But right. at the end of the day, they're not going to have Michigan. Right, and Michigan never hung. It was twenty one. Michigan never hung. Um, like it was so, that, and so that's my only point. I think there's a couple a like, closer early. factors to that too. I think this well, one is SEC. Team, one is um, SEC. I mean, we can. Oh, talk they're talking about, about Georgia, that. Michigan. But um, one, I mean, one is SEC speed, absolutely. But that's not even what I was going to say. What I was going to say is Alabama has played up or down to their competition all season long, which is not normal of a Nick Saban team. Nick Saban t- wants to beat the, you know, Louisiana Monroe's just as badly as he wants to beat the LSU's generally. So this is not typical of a Nick Saban team, but they do seem to play just right to the level of their opponent. And I mean, obviously there was, this game was never really in jeopardy. So they did everything they needed to do. And it was a semi, uh, you know, final game. So to it's, it's really splitting hairs to even act like, 
you know, this isn't a great team or anything like that, but they play up or down to their competition, which I think is part of that. Georgia, on the other hand, I think really had something to prove. They were humiliated by Alabama. They, there are people that thought they shouldn't get to go there after losing their conference championship game, you know, a couple weeks before. So I really felt like they were on a mission, not just to win the game, but to actually prove something. Um, but I do think, man, we play football differently down here. Yeah. I think that we thought Michigan was a great team. I thought going into that game that that would be a really close game because I thought Michigan was well, you a legitimate team. Well, I thought Georgia was going to win, but I thought that it was going to be the much better ball game of the two. I thought that it was going to be a, a defensive battle. I thought that Michigan was going to give Georgia – you know, almost all that they could handle. And they really didn't, not from the, Georgia, the beginning. Georgia, so I, the reason I thought Georgia would beat the heck out of Michigan is because I thought, and the reason I thought that Alabama would not struggle, but like not blow out Cincinnati, like we probably all thought they would. Like, what do we always say? If Cincinnati or one of these group of five schools ever goes up against Bama, they're losing by 50. And that yeah. just didn't happen. They lost by 21. I mean, losing by li- to Bama by but losing by 21 in a playoff game is not some sort of accomplishment. Now, listen, though, they don't. No, it's for Cincinnati, they though. Didn't, they didn't put in any worse of a performance than anybody else has. But here's, uh, yeah, that's in, what I'm saying. Like, they're they, semifinal games. But, I mean, they proved that they belong the to reason, get their ass beat in the, in the, the reason I thought The reason I thought that Georgia, now, the reason you thought that the Georgia Michigan game, would be closer. I'm going to put words in your mouth here. Sorry. You're going to hate me. You're going to disagree, but I'm just going to say it. The reason you thought that Georgia, Michigan would be closer and Alabama, Cincinnati would be just like not even thinking about being close was because I think you were thinking about that SEC championship. But then when you look at like the rest of the season, Georgia was far and above the better. No, 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 no. Let me finish this one. Georgia was far and above the better team all year long. Georgia blew out Florida, Alabama played Florida close. Georgia blew out other SEC opponents. Alabama played them close. They let Tennessee hang around for half. They let uh, they should have lost to Auburn. And so I don't think Alabama. I don't think this Alabama team that we saw. Like where else was Alabama impressive throughout the year, other than the SEC championship? Lose to Texas A and M. And so I just I think that if you're looking at that one game, yeah, you you'd think that Alabama was better, but. One game, and, and Alabama may go out and win on Monday night. In fact, I wouldn't. Nobody's going to be shocked if, if Nick Saban pulls out a win. But Georgia was by and far the better team all year, without a doubt. Better defensively, more sharp on offense. Bryce Young definitely looked like he was uh, off on Friday night. And fortunately, again, they were playing Cincinnati, so it wasn't a very big deal. Their defense held them to six points. But I think that Georgia was the better team all year long, except for in Atlanta. Right, except for when they should have been the better team. So, what do you think about that? I think that that's not in any way why I thought the game was going to be closer. Um, but is it true though? I, is it no? You don't I mean, think Georgia was a better team all year? Oh, and Alabama no, was I think, just better that no, night. I think, I think, mm, I think Alabama is a better team than Georgia. I think that Alabama, I think that Georgia. I, that's what I'm asking. Was Alabama a better team all year outside of the SEC championship? Was I mean, Alabama more their, impressive to yeah, you with their losses and stuff and I the did. way they played Auburn Loss. and the way they played Florida? Loss, not losses. Correct. So, I, I don't so think having so one more loss, teams, common, opponent, yeah. common opponents? They nothing? don't have one more loss. Each team has one loss. Georgia was sorry, undefeated going into 12, that championship right, game. For the first 12, that, that's what I'm asking you. Now. 
I think that I'm it's not really splitting it right. hairs to say that an 11 and one team wasn't impressive this year. It's impressive. That's to not what I'm saying. That's literally <laughs> why you I just said that they weren't that. All I'm asking you, I, I need a yes or no. Yes or no on this one. I'll, I'll break it down real simple. Yes I know it's no tougher. I know it's tougher for SEC fans um, because you guys just can't agree. For the first 12 games of the year, exclude the SEC championship, where I'm saying Alabama was better than Georgia in the SEC championship. I don't know why that's an that's not an argument. For the first 12 games of the year, was Georgia the better team? Um, I, I don't know how you say no, but go ahead. But, I, but what I'd like to know is, were they the better team 12 games in? Yes, okay, no, or maybe? That, uh, <laughs> undecided. I think that when they play right, each right. other. All right, so what do you think happens on Monday night? doesn't work in college football. The only time they played. Property. Alabama, you said how they did against common opponents. That is common opponent property. Common opponents yes. having another loss. One struggling loss. with Auburn. And now they both have the same number of losses, but they Correct. won. And we were Good talking about the first 12. Figure out yeah. how to win. But this is I'm what sorry. I will tell you. So I Georgia was that... less impressive than Alabama through, no, through the first I think 12 games. they were games. both impressive. I don't, they're but both who impressive. was more impressive? Neither one. They were exactly the same. Yes. 11 and 1 they equals 12 and 0. They were equal. 11 and 0 equals 12 and 0. One plays in a harder oh. division of the SEC. Oh. Got it. Got it. Okay. This is what I will tell you, though. The <laughs> reason the that I thought that. That a reason I thought Georgia and Michigan were going to be closer is because I thought Michigan's defense was better than Michigan's. Well, defense, that was dead wrong, like your last argument. That was my my problem there. <laughs> well, um, that was way with out. Alabama. The reason I thought the Alabama Cincinnati game would be the the bigger blowout of the two. I mean, twenty one points is still a blowout, but the bigger blowout of the two between Georgia's game and Alabama's game is the Jimmy's and Joe's. That is that those that is that was the difference in my mind. So over two, over oh and two on those. I theories. mean, I would, I mean, I would say Jimmy's and Joe's probably made a difference in both games. But I would, would you not? Well, is it two. not more fair to think that Georgia and Michigan's rosters are more comparable than Alabama and Cincinnati's rosters are in terms of how they have recruited who they I'm have undecided signed? On that. Okay, I'm undecided on. No, I think that Alabama is a better team than Cincinnati is, without a doubt. And I think I mean, that, that, that the roster disparity is probably, I would say if you're looking at roster disparity. There's a yes. bigger disparity between Alabama and Cincinnati but, than between Georgia and Michigan, which is part of my which is fine decision-making process there. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yes. When I look at how Georgia played all year in totality, I thought Georgia was the better sure. team outside of Atlanta. I know you think that 11-1 and and 12-0 and are exactly the same. But I think that that was my logic, was that Georgia was better. I love the eye roll. I wish I could have caught it on a gif or something. I thought that Georgia was better until yeah. they got to Atlanta. Okay. Well, I know that you hate everything out of Athens, but it is interesting that you, um, uh, you give Alabama a pass for playing down like to their opponents, but this not is the Georgia. worst Alabama team we have seen in in a decade. I've said that on this podcast a million times, but guess what? They're still going to beat that Georgia after... for the national championship. I said they we were going to beat them in the bet. SEC championship. Everyone told me I was crazy. They beat Georgia soundly in the so SEC you win championship. Some, you game. win some, you lose some. Too, no, because Nick you said Saban is a better no, no, coach you, 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 not not Nick Saban. You, you win some and lose some. Right. Well, because you said you, that's how this works. Yeah, because you said that they would win the SEC championship, but you'd also said 
that the playoff would be close in the one game. And you said the other one would be a bigger blowout. And so I did a 21 and 23 points are both blowouts. Okay. So that doesn't make you, you miss, wrong about sometimes you miss Cincinnati it. being a blowout. It was a blowout. But you thought Georgia Michigan would be close. I thought that because you hate Georgia. I did. It's not because I hate Georgia. It's, it's because definitely I thought because you hate Michigan Georgia. <laughs> was more talented than they are. They're garbage. I totally forgot about the Big Ten, and what I thought do you, that do they you had think... to up their game up, but they haven't. I'm sure that when Georgia's back in the playoff next year, you definitely won't think that they're going to blow out their opponent. Like you'll definitely pick the whoever the opponent okay. is, just because you hate Athens. Do you uh, think who would win between Cincinnati and Michigan in a, in a consolation game? Honestly, having watched those two games, Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati, and I do think it's important to say Cincinnati. Um, this is going to be a really stupid statement about to come out of my mouth. Cincinnati showed the that first. they at least <laughs> they at least belonged enough to get they belonged by Alabama. The, oh my goodness, you're backtracking right? no, on the whole thing. They didn't lose any worse than anybody else has in the they semifinals. Lost better. Is my they, they lost, lost better, better than, than lots. I think the Michigan average did. is 24 points or something like that, which. Brings me to the topic of the playoffs in general, which I want to talk about for a second. Wait, wait, let's talk about the national championship first. All right. Okay, fine. I think that's really like all the people care about. We just argued about whatever that was for okay. however long. People are like cussing us out and stuff, whatever. Um, what percent chance would you give Alabama winning this game? Of Alabama winning this game? Just like 60%. Okay, 60 40. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like? is your final score and what so i have a take on this game and it, right. it was interesting we may have talked about what we were over the other day but like what's your final score like is this low scoring high scoring i want to say it's like 28 24 or something like that but i honestly think that there's a chance it's slightly larger margin in favor of alabama but why do you think vegas made georgia a favorite in this game I don't know. I, I I find that interesting. You know that Nick Saban was pumped when that happened because it definitely. Uh, I don't buy into this motivation stuff as much as some people do. Like I just uh, think motiv- I think Nick Saban just gets his team up. Listen, having but, I mean, watched I Urban Meyer in the locker room for thirty days before Florida played Ohio State when Eric was a senior on that Nobody team, I will never doubt Why? outside motivating factors ever. So okay, back to the question: Why do you think? that they made Georgia a favorite. Is it because you think that they think Alabama's the better team? Are you just asking stupid questions to ask? <laughs> I'm serious. Questions? Like, do you think like, I mean, is it a little shocking that even though they lost to them by a, a large amount, that it seems like Vegas thinks that the edge I mean, goes Vegas, to Georgia. Vegas thought the edge went crazy. to Georgia in the SEC championship game as well. And then they and saw they that wrong. and doubled down on it. Right. It's weird. Vegas isn't typically wrong too many times, but they no, but maybe here. they just want the, money to balance out or something. I don't know. Possibly. Um, I think that in the, uh, in the SEC championship, I did not think that Georgia got after Bryce young enough. I thought they Mm -hmm. sat back and just let him beat them. And I I thought you saw that against Michigan, they kind of went all out on like attacking that kid. And I, I, you know, not that they'll be able to do the same thing with Alabama's offensive line being much better, but I do think that they'll bring like more blitzes, try and get him pretty uncomfortable. You know, in the in the Georgia game, he threw the ball 44 times and had close to 100 QBR. Uh, in in this game, he only threw the ball 
28 times. And so they really limited what he was able to do. Now the game was pretty different, but are you talking about I think that he only threw it 28 times in the Cincinnati game or are you in the Michigan correct, quarterback? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that they need to take the ball out of his hands some. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, what was that face um, for? Dude, a video just started playing on my computer. <laughs> and it sounded like a gunshot. Like it was like an intro to an ESPN video that was are, stats and stuff. You, Bro, I thought I was like, oh my gosh. And it and it was one of those ones that like starts in one ear and goes to the other. People, like, people like, what I was like, did something just go through the house? Like what? Like a, it sounded like a grenade. Oh my god, your face. That was hilarious. I was <laughs> All right. I think they Bring need to get after Bryce in. Young. I think they're. So, I think that uh, right. Auburn I think, did a I mean, really that's good. The key for them, right? Auburn did a really, really good job of getting after him, and that's the other thing. Like there were times that year, this year, that man, I, I'm never picking against Nick Saban, right? Like I understand that right. line of thinking, right? Like so, I'll just say that so you won't jump down my throat about me saying this. But there were a lot of times this year that I thought Alabama looked pedestrian, and I thought yeah. Alabama was not the same, and Georgia looked great every week of the year outside of the SEC championship. And so like, I, and, and that's really my whole takeaway. I know we got heated back and forth in just a minute ago, but like, I just have seen Alabama play down and play down and play down. And so yeah. am I, am I to think that they've just turned a corner now since the SEC championship and now like all of those problems that they had in the beginning of the year are fixed. Or am I to think like they played up really, so really well. Georgia had an off game with some turnovers and some bad decisions and it'll kind of even back out. And that's that's truly what I think is that like it'll even back out and it'll go one way or the other. Like I don't like it'll I go mean, one way or the other very closely. I think work. it'll be a I think it'll be a one score game as opposed to just an onslaught from one team. Yeah, I mean I don't think it's going to be an onslaught from one team. I don't think I think that it's really uh dicey to say that an 11 and one team just fix all those problems i mean there can't have been that many problems but like i said this is the worst did you watch the alabama auburn game yes this is the worst that that, that did not Um, look good until the last drive of the game yeah i watched it right after i watched florida beat florida state in person um I think that this is the worst Alabama team we've seen in a decade. I still think that this is an Alabama team that's going to win a national championship. I think that there is not a big enough gap between these two teams in terms of, uh, I mean, there's not a gap obviously with, with players, but just in terms of what we've seen this season, I don't think there's a big enough gap to overcome coaching. And Nick Saban is a much better on the field game day coach than Kirby is. Kirby is been able to match him toe to toe recruiting wise. I think he is able to rally the troops motivationally. I just think when it comes down to it, the person that you want calling your plays between the two is Nick Saban. And I think that that was the difference um, in the SEC championship game. I think that that will be the difference in the national championship game. I think that he is a, he is the differential between the two programs right now. Yeah, and I will say the talent is still heavily in Alabama's favor. Like, if you look at, like, the recruit, like, the total four and five stars, like, they still have more. Um, I don't know that at, it's much, though, because, it's, I, I mean. No, I mean, I, I mean, Georgia's number two in the country. It's it's still enough to notice. Like, it's still enough. Like, I don't know. When I saw the stat the other day, I'll have to scroll back, and it's forever ago on Twitter. But it was something like 10 or 12 more blue chips. Yeah. Like still a, a good number. I mean, that's still like 12% of your roster. Right. So. I mean, um, their, their 2020 class was the number one team, right? Georgia's. 
Yeah, but each class um, is in, interdependent of itself. Like just saying it was number one one year doesn't equal number one. Like if you had 10 five stars one year and four the no, next. No, no, I get it. I'm just, I'm, I'm pulling up the, I mean, oh. I'm just pulling up rankings because I just, I don't, I think that the, so like 19, they had the number two class in the country. 20, they had the number one class in the country. Like, are you telling right. me you think that there's it's, such it's a massive difference? To, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think, I think I was the say, I just, I just is, say it was like 10 or 12, 10 or 12 blue chips. Like, I, again, you're looking at recruiting classes of guys. You're looking at recruiting classes of guys that have transferred out, no sure. longer in the program, transferred sure. in. So recruiting classes are somewhat irrelevant right now. I saw like the actual guys remaining on the mm -hmm. roster was – that was I don't know. I, I, I can't when, you know, when you've got teams that beat both of them in the last, you know, multiple handful of years, I, it's hard for me to, that we're nowhere near either one of them recruiting class composite rankings, com, uh, blue chips on their roster currently or whatever else. It's hard for me to really wrap my head around the idea that there's that big of a Jimmy's and Joe's difference between Alabama and Georgia. I think. That yeah. I mean, I would say that Alabama still has the, I mean, especially, you know, with what we've seen, Georgia have issues at quarterback and stuff. I, I would I say mean, that only still... Kirby Smart could would you take like would you take six five-star quarterbacks and start a walk-on. Question, real quick: Would you take yeah. Alabama's roster or Georgia's roster? Well, I'd take Alabama's because of okay. Bryce Young. Same, same, same thing. I'd take the roster that is ranked slightly better. That I didn't say it was like. I'd massive. take the I'd roster. Like I don't care about any of the rest of it. I take the one with the better quarterback. That's yeah, what wins well, you the championship. So. Oh, it didn't work out for Florida last year. So, but listen, um, they had they signed six <laughs> five star quarterbacks. So, I, what is the problem with that? Is that a development? I don't know. Problem? We don't is have that, to. I, mean, I don't know that. I don't know that the national championship preview is a time to break down Kirby's development of quarterbacks. So, you know, if you'd like to, another bad. episode, we certainly can. Um, 28 24. I think it's a little more high scoring. I think it's like 34 31. Um, I could see that. But you know, I don't know. This show is there. This I, I mean, just it can get out of hand just like last time too. Like you know, except for when they're one like fifty two twenty and things like that. In general, rematches are a little bit closer than the and typically original. go the other way. They do typically go the other way. They do. That is true. Oh, it is Lord. definitely difficult to beat the same the Bucks, team twice in one season. Yeah. And so the Bucks lost to the Saints both in times in the regular season. One in the playoffs. Just yeah. happens a lot. The rematch is very tough to. Uh, yeah, the rematch is hard. It's hard to be the same team multiple times in the season for sure. That is not an easy feat. But it's pretty much a done deal according to you because they made Nick Saban an underdog. So I just told you sixty though. to forty that I think. I mean, that's not a guaranteeing a win, but I think that Nick Saban does bring home another national championship game or title. I. I don't think anybody would be shocked with uh, Nick Saban. You know, no. I don't think it's too bold of a prediction for you to um, no. say that Nick Saban's going to win a title. Um, will you be surprised though? You said 60 40. Like, will you be surprised if Georgia comes out and wins? Um, How little, surprised will you be? A little bit. I mean, a little bit. I don't, I think they have, like I said, a less than 50% chance of winning. I don't think they have a 0% chance of winning. I don't think they have a 10% chance of winning, but I think that it is more likely that Alabama beats Georgia. I will not be completely shocked if it goes the other way, but I will be slightly surprised. The good news for you is that because they're both in the SEC, even if Georgia I does, get a championship yeah, either way. You get to celebrate with right. all those fine folks in Athens either way, even if it doesn't go the way you predicted. So 
Um, that's what I'm most happy about for you. Um, nobody rides cold tails like teams that finish below 500 in the SEC. Um, you are insane. Do you know how many different teams have won a national title in the SEC in the last 20 years? Six. Six. Six how many won in the last? How many have won in the last decade? Mm, two, three. Uh, Alabama, LSU. Was Auburn's in the last decade? They were 2011. So three. So three. All so the West. I mean, three teams, and then six of the last 20 years. That's impressive. There's no other conference that comes close to touching that. So like we can I'm, laugh all up, you know, but nobody else has done it. It's very impressive. Yes, it is. I mean, like I said, nobody rides coattails more than the team that finishes below 500 in the SEC and cheers on their conference foes to win titles. Um, it's a weird phenomenon to me, but we've talked about it in the past. Um, what was your beef with the playoff? What are your thoughts on the playoff? Okay, so this is my, you know, I feel like uh, social media was a battle between the, we have to expand the playoffs right this second, and, uh, you know, bowl season doesn't matter, to don't yell at bowl season, bowl season's amazing, and I mean, the majority of these people are all idiots, but this is my take on this. I think that part of the reason the BCS was done away with is that people didn't like multiple SEC teams playing each other. So then it was like, okay, how many let's times go did to that a, happen? How many times um, that happened in the BCS? Think, Just once, I think once or twice. Um, LSU, uh, LSU, Alabama, right for sure. It's the um, only one I can. So yeah, I don't um, think that's the reason the playoffs started because the BCS never, the BCS never had two SEC teams other than that game. Okay. Well, listen. So, so that's not the reason the playoff was started was to keep two SEC teams out because it happened uh, one out of fourteen years. Of and the people BCS. were pissed about it. But I think that I think we got this idea in our head that if we play it out on the field, we're going to get a more true champion. Um, we're not going to get these same matches that we see over and over and over again. So then we moved to this playoff format. Multiple times we've gotten two SEC teams against each other, but what we're seeing in general is the same three-ish teams generally. And then every once in a while we get a fourth. That's a, a new face to the crowd this year. We had two that were, we've seen before and two new ones, which is um, more diverse than the playoffs have been uh, generally, but we're still getting at the end of the day, the best team in college football. Um, and we're talking now about expanding the playoffs and the arguments, are, you know, kind of range all over the place. The only argument that I can see that I think makes legitimate sense. We talked about it on the show before for exp ex expanding the playoffs is only to make the bulls matter again. And I think if we can come to grips and, like be forthright about why we're doing it, I could potentially get behind this. But the whole concept that we need to expand the playoffs so that we make sure we get the right champion is insane to me because we're seeing blowouts in the semifinals almost every single semifinal game. So you can't tell me that four teams that are not as good as those four, the four that do make the playoffs are going to give us better better games they're they're not we're just gonna have more games that are blowouts and listen we know i'm here for more college football so i'll watch more crappy games and that's fine more blowouts but the idea that we're gonna end up with a different champion is 
is dumb. We're not. We're can you? I mean, there's nobody that was a better team than Georgia or Alabama. We could have had a 64 team college football playoff, and guess who we're ending up with in the championship game this year? Georgia and Alabama. And and even and and that's the other thing. Like, would you even want? Like people are like, oh, I love upsets because I love like because they think about college basketball. Basketball. There, you just don't know. You don't want upsets. Could you imagine no. if Cincinnati would have been able to find a way to pull that off? Could you imagine if Michigan would have? We'd have a terrible. Well, no one would care about the game on Monday. It'd be terrible. And like, no, I want to that happening in a four team would be even uh, like would be less annoying than if it happens in an even bigger one. And and look, listen, everybody loves the Cinderella team for like one or two rounds. In the and you know in basketball, it's not like they actually want this team to win a championship game. It, or, it just doesn't work like that. But college football operates differently than any other sport in college. Every regular season game matters. If you make the playoffs so big that you can lose three games and still backdoor your way into an at-large bid, we are no longer getting the best team the best teams invited. It's just at that point, it's just an invitational. Like it just, uh, it doesn't carry the same amount of weight to me and we're not getting a different result. So if what we're saying is we want to do this because we have broke college football by getting rid of the BCS and paying our players and doing all these other things that we're doing fine. You can tell me this is your attempt at fixing it, but don't tell me that we have to have a playoff game because we're not crowning a true champion. And we don't know we're getting the best team because we do know, that we're getting the best teams. We are. There is no team in college football that is better than Alabama or Georgia right now. There just well, isn't. No, you're absolutely right. I want to go back to like the um, the domination of the SEC and the playoffs and championships and stuff in just a minute. But you're right. No, the argument and, and that's what people do. They create a straw man. I mean, you're much like yourself when you're arguing for the SEC and stuff. But no, they they create a straw man and they're saying like, oh, you want to expand the playoffs and we're just going to get even worse blowouts. And that's, again, that's not the point. The point is just to save the bowls. The point is to and make then, more and games. And I'm okay that, with someone saying that. Like, listen, we're tired no, of players opting out. So we want to make these right, matter for them. Correct. And we want them to yeah, play make it a bigger field. And I don't think you I don't think you make it a 16 team playoff and you have one play 16. I think your first four get by yeah. and, and you you have five play 16 yeah. and four versus 15 and and then and then I see like five or 16 the logic. right five versus 16 this year would have been uh, Ohio State finished fifth so five versus 16 it's probably not going to be beautiful but we'll still look at like what it, where the heck are like rankings? Oh, they kind of go away after the season. Uh, five versus 15 would have been Iowa versus Ohio State. That actually was a good game when they played. Like, why not? Yeah. Like, let them play. The next I mean, one would have been, or no, Notre Dame versus Iowa. That would have been great. The next one would have been Ohio State versus Oregon. A rematch there. That would have been amazing. Baylor versus BYU. Absolutely. Pittsburgh versus Ole Miss. Wasn't that the game? That might have been the game. I don't know. But, yeah, I think all these games would have been great, you know? And then you move them on to the next round against the good right. teams, and they're going to get blown I just, out. You know, I listen, we're asking these athletes to continue to risk their bodies for injury. These guys that are really close to the finish line from being able to put food on their family, their table for their families, provide a life for them, change their. George Bush said that one time, put um, food on their fam. Like y'all are just working hard trying to put food on your families. All right. Well, Um, we love George. I don't know. I do love George W. I don't know that adding those games to end up with the same champion at the end of the day is a trade-off that some of these guys 
are willing to make with their bodies. It's, it is a big commitment to ask for three more games out of these guys or four more games or whatever. I think out, he's short in the regular players. Um, but then I just, I don't want to do anything that doesn't make the regular season matter as much. And I do think the regular season's already that, meaningless. I don't think so. It's already meaningless. I don't think the regular season is meaningless. I mean, you have to, it means less than it did eight years ago. Yeah. Which is why we should have stuck with the two. BCS. But speaking of that, the all time reigning BCS champions won their title eight years ago tonight. Do you remember where you were watching that game? I do. All-time reigning BCS championship. But all-time because you just happened to be the last game in the BCS? Is that... Has anyone won it since then? Okay. Go on. Um, Were you upset when they started to come back? Honestly, that was such a good game that I was totally okay with it. That was a really fun football game to watch. It wasn't the first half being there. Let me just tell you that. But uh, it was... The second half was a lot more fun. So... um, Shout out Jameis. Happy birthday. I'm sure he's watching and listening. I'm sure he watches right now live and then he's listening tomorrow morning in his car on the way to work. Um, But yeah, all-time reigning champs. Um, How many – okay, let's not count. I don't want you to like – oh, you could like think them through, but like don't Google this. Don't Google. Put down down ESPN. I'm watching you. Um, From 1981 until the year 2000 – how many SEC teams won national championships? Oh, you picked 81 because you want to leave Georgia's 1980 out of that, huh? No, because I used the two de- – like, because that's how the numbers worked out to be 40 years. Like, okay. last year's would be the last one. Okay. So I just did two sets of 20, the most recent ones. Um, but it did work out lucky for me that that was the last that one. That happened. <laughs> so Florida won it in 96, and Tennessee won it, I want to say, in 98 ish maybe mm-hmm. 98 99 97 something in there um i don't know who else um the only other one was alabama in 1992 okay oh that's right 92 okay so three out of 20 national championships now so, the next 20 years i am i got you okay. um so outside of that let me look at one other thing how yeah. can i spin this as i got it brain works i've got it so there really wasn't this like you know sec dominance until, which by the way florida actually was named in 1984 if we're going to ucf route, oh, okay florida, UCF, no, no, we're not doing this on that show florida actually won one in 1984 yeah, as we well. could all claim yeah when they were well, cheating and stuff and on violation whole gave um, it to us so so as a nod to my yeah. UCF friends, I'll claim it. Um, how many the next uh, 20 years? Do you know? So it would have been starting in 2000. Yeah. Do you want to total them all um, up or do you just want me to tell you? We've been going for a while. I mean, just tell me. I, if Florida started off that range. 12. 12. No, Florida didn't start it off. LSU In the 2000s? Oh, oh LSU that's right. LSU and three. I know you always okay. think it's about y'all, but it's not. Okay. But. Mm-hmm. Without Nick Saban, do you know what the number is? Like if Nick Saban uh, didn't three? exist. Three? Yeah. Well, it's five. It's five. So it's two more than just before. Because Saban's won seven. Like that's okay. just simple math. Like just basic math. So outside of like Nick Saban coming along and being the absolute goat, the SEC's like 
a little bit better than they were the, the 20 years before. Like it went from three to five. No, that's, that's my point. Hold on. Is that essentially the SEC has gotten two games better, two championships better than they were before outside of just having the greatest coach in any sport in any the, time in any history. The argument, uh, the counter argument to that is that they have had six teams out of 12 until three or four years ago. Five years ago, whenever the whenever Texas A and M and Missouri were added to it, they've had six. So half of the conference, until just a couple of years ago, has won a national championship. There's no other conference that can say that. You, I mean, you care about the fact that you care about that, like that Georgia. Well, I just think you want you, you care about a, that Georgia won a championship forty years ago. Like that's what you're bragging about. Is when that you're they, saying that Nick Saban carries the conference, that's not actually true. Has he all. not carried the conference? No. Auburn has won during that time. Florida has won during that time. LSU has won during that time. So no, would are... you say, yeah, but he's still carrying the conference. He would carry any conference he was Absolutely. in no matter what. Absolutely, yes. He would carry, well, maybe not the NFL. We saw how that worked out. But, uh, but that's not a, that's a, we're talking college football. He, yeah, he absolutely carries the conference. Like, do you not think that, like, do you think that the SEC has made Nick Saban or that Nick Saban's made the SEC? That's a good question. That, that's No? No. Because before neither. he got there, you had won three championships in 20 years. Florida won two of three oh, sorry. right before he got there. Right. So then it was three before he got there, right? Because it was LSU and the two by you guys. I mean, so I would that say three. that that conference was on the way up prior to him jumping in. You don't think he helped at all? Oh, of you don't course think I think he helped. I don't think he made it. I think he has made the conference into what it okay. is. Okay. Well, I think no? you're wrong. No. He also won the one. He actually, no, he won before you guys, didn't he? When did LSU? Yeah, he won with LSU in 2003. In between. No, no 2007. No, no 2003, no. right? No, he won one with LSU in 2003. LSU yeah. won in between so us. he did start it off. Yeah. This man... I mean, he's a I'm hell of a coach. He's the best no. coach in college football. I don't think that it's fair to say that the reason the conference is good is because of Nick Saban. No, I'm not saying the reason they're good. But do you, you literally think, just I said he made the SEC? He made it out of now. your mouth. Yeah, I agree with that. That's different. I'm not saying they wouldn't be good without him. But do you think they'd have the pedigree? Do you think the SEC would be viewed the way it is right now without Nick Saban? Do you think it would have the pedigree it has right now without his I seven championships? I can tell you. Yes or no? Yes or no? Do yes. you think if you took seven championships away, you took Nick Saban out, the SEC would be yes. viewed the same way? Yeah. That's that's horseshit. Like, how okay. do you believe that? How do you believe that? Have you seen the Take number seven of, championships away? Have you seen the number of all-time draft picks that have come out of the SEC? Not just Alabama, the SEC. The SEC has dominated so, NFL but if you draft take Alabama away, for a bajillion years. If you take so, Alabama away, they probably still dominate. So, so the SEC would be just as thought of just as highly if you took seven championships The reason away. that the SEC is thought of so highly is because there is talent everywhere. There are and a so big many part of it, and a That's big like, part of it of, is of Nick Saban. Of course, of course, so, a big part of it is. But the conference is good because there are so many good teams in it. The conference isn't good because there's one bad team saying, and a bunch I'm of bottom dwellers. See, I think you're, I think you're interpreting that, that. I'm saying the only thing. So I'm not saying the only thing good about the SEC is Nick Saban. That's not my argument. My argument is that. Without Nick Saban, the SEC doesn't look as good as it does right now. I'll give you this. I'll even give you this caveat. 
I would have the SEC as the best conference in college football right now if Nick Saban never existed. So, like, I'll okay. still give you that. That is all I'm saying. That but is Nick all I'm Saban saying. is yes, the star on top. He, he is the, he is the angel on, on the top of your tree. That is he makes Saban. He yeah. makes the tree look better, no? Like, that's all yes. I'm asking is, he does makes, Nick Saban make the course. SEC better? Of course he makes the SEC better. And you said no like six times. No, you said would the SEC be viewed the same? They, but... And well, was your you, tree viewed the same without the star CJ, on top? You answered the question the same way I did by saying you still would think it's the best conference. That's my point. If he's not in there, they're still the best conference. Does he make them better? Absolutely. Does he? Is he the? But best if you're the best, if you're the, the best league? at yes. a, if you're if you have the best grade in class at a 92 or a 94, and you have the best grade in class at 100, that's my point. Is that? Yes, you right, were the best the around best all the other midgets. But you were Are the, they better yeah. with Alabama and Nick Saban? A thousand percent. That's Are they all still I was asking. the best conference That's in college football? All I was asking. A thousand thank, percent. I appreciate you for agreeing with me that they are better with Nick Saban. Okay. <laughs> like That's all that I was asking. You Do you think Florida State's a better program with Bobby Bowden? Yes. Do you think no, Florida State's a better program with Deion Sanders? Do you think Florida State's a better program with Jameis Winston and Deion Sanders? Like, that's all I'm asking is like, you know. Are you guys lucky that you guys got a rematch in 96? Yes. Like we all, you know, sometimes fortunate things happen for people. Thank you, uh, Joe Germain in Ohio State. Whew. I'm glad that after we talked through a couple of our issues tonight, you eventually, sheesh. Well, if you were a better communicator and try, weren't trying to uh, dog the conference in the way that you were asking the question, then it could have been it's more clear from the get-go. It's funny that I said, do you think that the SEC would, would be, be as viewed the same if they didn't have Nick Saban? And when I say yes, I'm meaning, yes, they'd be viewed the same. They'd still be seen as the best conference in college football, which you later so I, agreed with me on. So thank you for agreeing so, with me. So that is not at all the representation of what was said. It's exactly the question what was, you said. The, Roll it back. The question, the question was... Would they be viewed the same way? And I don't think you could take out the greatest coach of all time and think that Alabama, I'm sorry, and think that the SEC would be as dominant as they are today. Would they still be the best? Sure. Would they be as dominant? No. Like, and that, that was my question. Would you view Alabama, this, or the SEC the same way without Nick Saban right now? I don't know how you could. Would you view the NBA the same way without uh, if the Lakers never existed? Well, they'd still be the best basketball league, Right, which is my point. Would, <laughs> right. But, like, would you still view them the same way? You know, like, if you took out the best team ever and all those players and everything that happened with it? So I mean, we wouldn't know How many more titles? Them, so. Right. So, how many more titles? What? How many more titles would Florida have if not? All right. You just broke up for a second. Say it again. How many more tiles would Florida have more tiles if it wasn't for Nick Saban? Yeah, they would have uh, a title in 2009. He Nick Saban's probably who broke Urban Meyer, so maybe he sticks around and we have another one. But I mean, they lost. Maybe that was God for Urban Meyer just being a piece of crap. Maybe it wasn't Nick Saban. <laughs> they lost to Nick Saban in the SEC championship game. My cousin caught a touchdown for Alabama in that game. Uh, in 2009, if that doesn't happen, that that 2019 was damn talented um they would have won a national championship game that year so they'd have at least one i don't know that it stops the train wreck that happened after that but it they at least would have that one um did cole mccoy get injured in that game 
against Alabama. Is that what wasn't that like the first play of the game in that championship? Um, Alabama and Texas played, and then Cole got hurt. Like I think the first play. I don't remember Alabama, Texas, if he got hurt or not. Cole. Like, I do I could remember just be making that up, but following know, but... a fake, yeah, he got injured in the very first drive of the game. See, I, so I will say this: I don't know that you guys would have beat Texas that year because, like, they hung around with Alabama even with Cole out. But, um, but yeah, you could have one more. I was just kind of curious I mean, how Florida. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yes, uh, once. To be sure, I don't know that you could credit any other ones after that, unless you, unless Urban Meyer doesn't get broken from Nick Saban, which I am pretty sure that that's where that started. But uh, that one, I think. All right, you want to bet on this uh, game, regardless? I actually Alabama win game, but I'd like to bet something because I just want to. I just feel like you've got me all riled up tonight, so I just want to cheer against you. Mm. Um, So what what can we bet? I've got a bottle of whiskey over at Ben's house. Um, no, the smoky stuff. No, you don't say that. You Stop trying to give me that. that stuff. Um, I took it back to his house when he was in Orlando. <laughs> um, I don't know. All right, let's think of something and then we'll bet that. Can mm. you think of anything? I don't know. Should do babysitting is what we should do. I'm down I don't want my that. kids to kill you and Kara. No, I wouldn't do that to Kara. I'm sure you're down by it for, with it because that's because you'd make Kara do the heavy lifting, and I'm not doing that to her. This sure, is sure it would be great. No. I'd love to have six kids over at your house. Um, <laughs> all right, we'll think of something off here. Okay. Um, all right, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to us argue for an Wait, hour. Wait, do your pick. What's your score prediction? Oh, I don't know. I, you I said 34 said like 31. 34 31. Right? 34, yeah. 31. All right, I'll go 28 24 then. Yeah, I think uh, so. But I mean, I like Alabama to win. Uh, I'm just betting against talk. you to, for the, I'm just okay. betting against you so just, I can win. I'm picking it. Yeah, got it. To be a jerk. So we I'm didn't talk about face. Louisiana Lafayette. Because they're irrelevant. And, okay. you know, I'm glad that half of your staff and a bunch of your players are now going to be from there. Like I'm excited okay. for that. Okay. Are you excited to have a, a group of five staff, group of five uh, players on your team? I mean, listen, apparently they can all recruit. So I'm here for that. And I think that the staff that he's hired, the on the field staff so far has been great. Got uh, Mike Pearson back. I think that that's huge. South Carolina is not that pumped about that, but they had to have seen that coming given that he is um, a Gator. And I, I think that that was a huge hire. I'm excited to see supposedly there's a, a couple more that are going to be announced in the next week or two that are coaching in the NFL. So excited for the NFL season to wrap up so that we can complete the staff. Um, but yeah, big things going on in Gainesville right now here for it. Um, what, uh, what record do you guys have? You got, what do you have you guys with this year? As far as a record goes this upcoming year. Yeah. Um, Look at the schedule. I know this is really early, but it is really early. That's what Utah I'm up right now. Game one. Are you? It's a hard there? game. I mean, that's I a, Utah's a great. I love team. it. You that's... guys haven't played a tough game in like to start a season. I feel like I come Michigan once or twice, right? But like Michigan last year, never. I mean, but they were terrible last year. I mean, they made the playoffs Shout this year. They so. did a good job. Yeah, let's turn around. Good job. What they go like four and? What they go like two and four last year? Four and six last year? T- they they opted out of the Ohio State game, I think. They did, I believe. 
Yeah, I think it's hard. Um, to, I will say this, not just because it was your most prolific offense ever. I think taking anything away from the 2020 season is like kind of a laugher right now. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. I know it's the best year um, you guys have had in a decade, but you got to just let it go. It wasn't that impressive. Uh, so Utah, Kentucky, USF, Tennessee, Eastern Washington, Missouri, LSU, Georgia, Texas A&M, which is interesting. Georgia has yet to travel to Kyle Field. This is going to be like Florida's third time there. Um, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and third Florida time. State. I thought third it was only time. the second time there. No, I it was they your went third time playing them. No, you played they, them at we, home once. We played them at Kyle Field last year, and we played them at Kyle Field during the very, pandemic. Due to the, the pandemic, pandemic. yeah, that wasn't a scheduled thing. So no, I but it's, it's the third time. Well, it was scheduled because the SEC shuffled things around and put it on. There. So right. So like, but I don't, but I don't. But it's going to be one. Florida's third time going to Kyle Field. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that the game didn't exist just because you. It was a pandemic that scheduled it. This is Florida's third time traveling to Kyle Field. Um, Texas A&M's first ever game in the SEC was against Florida uh, in Texas. I went to that game. That was Johnny Manziel's very first game as a freshman. And my dad and I looked at each other and we're like, "Man, this guy's going to win the Heisman." We didn't think it was going to be that year, um, Listen, but I. He was I, that good. I'm, I'm disagreeing with you on this. This is, oh, you're counting in 2012. That was their, their first, first game year. in the SEC. That's, That's what I'm saying. Right. I went to that game. That was and Georgia so, has yet to go there. Then since 2012, when they joined Georgia, were they has supposed yet, to go last year? No, did it get messed up? I don't. I don't think they were supposed to go last year. I don't know, but they've yet to to be scheduled to play them there. And this is Florida's third time going there. Has A and M gone to um, Athens? I don't know. No. I would assume that they've had to have played each other, but I don't know. I mean, we play, we, we, we played that. It's so bizarre the way that you play the West oh, team. Yeah, so the fact other. that, yeah, that we have played them this many times and all there is a bit wild. Yeah. And again, I do think that last year, like, I think what they are is on there. Like how many teams are in the SEC? So 14, you have your 14. one team you play every single year. So it's From on a West, seven year, crossover. it's on a seven year rotation. Right. And so you play your since 2012. We you, played them three times. Well, again, and last year is so in, part within of the normal, ten years, though. I mean, that's no. It, it's on a oh, it's a 14 year thing. If you play a team every but, seven years, you're not going because this is 2022 coming up. Is the is this game Florida will have played them three times in that 10 year span, though. I so yeah. even if there was only two, that's still more than the average rotation should be. So why have they? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, they, they did play it's in an awesome place to, um, it's an awesome place to see. So anyway, it was back to your fun, schedule. But... So Utah is going to be really, really tough. A and M. I think a and a loss. Like I'm not trying to be negative, super, like super negative right now, oh, but I, I just mean... think they're in a, I think they're in a better place than you. I mean, that's a better team than Florida. So right Florida went, I mean, for all intents, I know the SEC is the greatest thing ever. I know that, you know, Nick Saban doesn't matter and you guys would be number one without him, but Florida, we got to remember Florida's coming off a six and seven season. So I think the over under is eight games. Yeah. And I think that if that happens, that's a a win, right? Um, Could could Florida be better than that? Maybe. Could they be Uh, worse than that? Yeah. Um, I think a lot will depend on how the quarterback situation shakes out. Um, I know that everybody thinks that Anthony Richardson is the starter, he's the guy. I am not confident that that. Um, will be decided. I listen, and I hope he goes into spring and lights it up. And there is no question about who Florida starter is, and it's him. And we are riding him off to the Heisman. Like I'm, 
would love nothing more. But I will not be surprised if we see some quarterback controversy this spring. I got um, Emory coming back. Let's go. So that is interesting that Emory has not entered the transfer portal, which we talked about this on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. I told you before the bowl game that, yes, he said he was going to, but he hadn't ever officially entered it. Um, and this is what I'll say. I find it very ironic that Gator fans are livid about the idea of him potentially staying because here's the deal. If he's staying, it's only because Napier's convinced him to stay, right? So your new coach, who I don't know if you saw this or not, but last week I literally questioned the decision-making process for a, a coaching, a coach not being retained. And I just said, I'd love to know what the thought process was. Didn't even say like worst decision or terrible decision or anything like that. I said, I'd like to know the thought process behind the decision. I literally was told to join a different fan base. I was told that if I'm not 100% behind Napier and all of his choices, I need to get out. Like, I mean total craziness from Gator fans, but those same fans are like, Oh, Emory better not be staying or he you know, he better not blah, blah, blah. This is, he's only staying if he is staying because he has Napier's blessing to stay. I don't think he's going to ever be Florida starting quarterback again. If he is Florida start, starting quarterback again, we got a real problem in the quarterback room, but I just think it's asinine to freak out about that but then say you have to hundred percent trust Napier in other aspects. If he's staying, it's because our new head coach invited him to. I hope he starts another game for you guys. Hopefully against Utah. Um, so Utah game, that's going to be a tough one. I wouldn't say that. Yeah. yeah, but I'll say this. I think eight wins is right around the right mark. You know, you play some absolute gimmies like every year in Vandy, Eastern Washington, US, USF. I mean, that's three wins right there. Right. And so it's like, out of the other nine, can you find five? Right? Just got a text and, message from my husband that said, or he's staying because no one else wants him. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it would be very unprecedented for a, I mean, you know, there, well, he's never entered the portal. So technically no one's allowed to contact right. him right now. now. Florida could pull his scholarship, but. Well, because now they're yearly. They have to be signed gonna, yearly. It used to be four years. not going to happen. You know, they're probably not going to no, pull a scholarship. But, like, if he wants to come back, he's coming back. It they, would be wild. It would be wild if if Billy was like, "Not nah, dog, you're out." Like, we're just I don't know that he would pull but a scholarship, but he could pull him PR in and be like, "Listen, so here's the deal: you can't play quarterback for me. So if you choose to stay, you're going to have to switch positions, or you're going to have to ride the bench because you will never play quarterback for me." That could happen. I don't know that there, he'd be in a situation to do that. I don't know that I, he is I, either. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know that he I mean, is I know either. That, I know but, that we like Joe. I know that Emory wasn't great, but like. I I'll know tell you the this, generational though, guy behind thought, him was much better. He thought he was entering the transfer portal. He publicly said he was entering the transfer portal. There is a reason he didn't. My suspicion yeah. is the he reason went back he and didn't. Looked at Anthony, yeah, he, he looked back asked, at Anthony Richardson's. He looked back at Anthony Richardson's stats and said, "Like, wait, this guy wasn't any better than me, except for that one game." My, I might my, as well come back and fight it out. Uh, my assumption is he was asked by the staff not to enter the transfer portal. For whatever reason that is, Oof. whether that means that they're having have to switch positions, whether that means so it was, it was a but, coaching decision that you had to question last week. But if the staff asked him to not enter the transfer portal, you almost got to question that too, right? Well, I mean, so here's the deal: Are they asking him? Because he went positions? on social media we afterwards, and yeah, he didn't. So I think, he didn't I think though. He and that, gotta, I think he, he didn't let, go on social media. Somebody, somebody shared like a snap or a, a whatever I that was private. Yeah, but somebody well, recorded it and played it. You're sending it to a friend. 
or who you think is a friend and it ends right. up you there. Read that's the not the same. Well, for sure, no, but that's not the you, same as making an Instagram video and putting it no, out you, there to the world. He knew that he knew when he was sending that there was a chance that he got caught, you yeah. know, like he's not Listen. No. Don't love it, but I You got to put yourself in a better position than that. You got to trust your coach, right? Right. So Utah's a, back to the schedule one more time. Utah's a tough one. Kentucky's going to be a tough one. You think Kentucky's sure, a tough game? Kentucky. You see that as yes, a toss-up? I think Tennessee's a tough game. Tennessee's a really tough one. I think Missouri, I think you should win. LSU's a tough one. But they're they're kind of a weird one. We both play LSU this year, and I'm I'm really glad we play them second week of the year. Yeah. Uh, well, really week one. We have a week zero game this year, which is kind of weird. Uh, yeah. But I'm thankful for. Uh, I'm really glad we play LSU early. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know playing them in – the in longer early they have September. to put it together, the better. Yeah, I'd, the I'd rather play them in early September than early October. Like I'll Hell say, yeah. I think, I think, I think. Remember, we went down and like whose schedule was tougher, this, that, and the other last year. I think your game against LSU, even though it's at home and ours is a neutral, I think your game against LSU is going to be tougher than ours because they have a few more weeks to put it together. Right, um, and 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 as much as like, I mean, you have bragging rights. I'm not trying to like play the ifs and what's yet. Like our two teams were pretty similar by the end of the year. I mean, there's a reason it was a three point spread. It's a reason it was a three point game. Like your team went six and seven, mine went five and seven. Like I don't think Florida is stratospheres better than Florida State right now, by any means. You know? Do you? Do you feel like Florida's way better? Yes. <laughs> what about Florida? Prove <laughs> this is gonna be another argument. Okay, well that's fine. Nope, you think much. Florida's? Mm-hmm. You think Florida's three point win shows that they're definitively like leagues better um who had the better <laughs> never mind i do need to hear this what makes florida way way better what about florida it makes Florida's just got other better. than the fact that you bleed blue and orange listen florida beat florida state with a few gas and no uh, no no, no. we're not doing this jimmy's at, jimmy's and joe's coach. jimmy's and joe's i, I know that that's a so very high i know hold on hold on coaching staff and um, no, another you you lose that game with Mullen. No, I don't even buy that. You lose that game with Mullen. He was an absolute so. cancer toward the end of the year. Look how you guys played against different teams. I think the guys got you mentioned this. The guys are gonna get up for these coaches, knowing that they've been disrespected all year. You know that was a storyline that went into that. Jimmy's and Joe's went out there and played and it was a three-point game. Like Florida has better no and Joe's. Listen, it won't and you be think a three the sta- and you think the staff and you think the staff downgraded. Personally, Listen, you think, think Mullen's a better coach. You think Mullen's a better coach than Napier. So you think they got worse this year. Uh, first you of all, said that. I've said I think that Mullen is a more experienced and better game day coach. And I do okay. think that. That doesn't and mean so that I'm Napier won't be about a better game all the day other coach stuff. by the end of it. Correct. Napier's clearly a better recruiter. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about game day. Okay. They downgraded Listen, on the sideline. Florida will beat Florida State by more than three points this year. But let's keep going down the schedule. So the Florida game's a toss-up. The Florida-Florida State game's a toss-up. No, it's not. That game's in Tallahassee. Uh, your team went 6-7 and seven this year. That is not a your, scary place to your, play. Your team went 6-7 and seven this year. Mm-hmm. I know you think that's amazing, and because you've got two SEC teams in the, SEC, in the championship tonight oh, or on Monday, you think that somehow that makes your team better. But your team was barely better than Florida State this year. With the right? wheels falling off and the house on fire, Florida State's wheels weren't falling off after losing the, to Jacksonville you State. Told me after the going zero and four, right after almost beating Notre Dame, you told me. What did you tell me? First, you got to lose big. Then you got to lose close. Well, then Florida State didn't do that. Win. 
Did they not lose to Jacksonville State the week after that? Did they not lose to Jacksonville State the week after that? I'm just telling you, you told me that this team was on the right trajectory. They went five and three across the last eight. Right? I mean, that's good. How's that moral victory? Good, right? You're you're uh pounding your chest about six and seven. I appreciate it. I'm not pounding my chest. I'm just telling you, they're not close. Those two teams are not close. They sure were on the field where it matters. Mm -hmm. You think whatever you want, but I'm just telling you, that game is not a toss-up in my mind. There's a lot of toss-ups on Florida's schedule next year. Florida State ain't one of them. (laughs) I got to write this down uh, because that's definitely going to get clipped. One, six. All right. (laughs) Um, South Carolina. I think that's a loss. It's a tough game for sure. I mean, you lost that game. Now, I know that you think that Florida is leagues better than Florida State after their three-point win there. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear you spin how you think that um, Florida is better than South Carolina after their 30-point loss to them. They that's are. Like they're a more talented football team. The house was on fire at that point. I think that that's going to be a tough game. South Carolina is really trending the right direction. They have a great new head coach. Act- Beamer oh. is is – just really got that program moving in the right direction. I think it's going to be a couple of years before it's, you know, sustained success for them if it's going to be, but they will beat teams that they are not supposed to. And I think that it will be a tough game and a complete Beamer aside this last week, or excuse me, this last season against South Carolina aside in general, Florida and South Carolina play each other close. So that is, that has been a thorn in Florida's heel for a very long time. That is always a close game. It will continue to be a close game. So from one 30-point loss to another, I'd like to hear how you guys are beating Georgia this year. Well, we're going to just have to see. I don't think that that's – I don't think that that's a win, but, you know, like, maybe what, so what would you call that? on there. What would you call that one? That would be a loss. You got – you have you guys losing to A&M? Um, probably. Um, okay. I mean, LSU? I think that it's more likely they lose to Georgia. So I think the if you're looking at the schedule, the most likely gimme loss is Georgia. After mm-hmm. that, I would say LSU. And then after that, I would say Texas A&M in terms of order of likelihood of losses. At um, Tennessee? Um, so that Tennessee and Kentucky would be my toss-up for the next two, most likely. Um losses i would say probably tennessee although i don't know florida's beaten them something like 17 in a row kentucky we've struggled with so i guess if you're going to look at uh, you guys what lost they've to done. tennessee in 2014 i believe mm. um, 2014 or 2015 sorry um so it's not 17 in a row, oh but you're it right all, because it, my it brother-in-law a, passed out and didn't and he's a tennessee fan and didn't realize tennessee won um so but you guys had truly, a big lead like, and they came a, back Kentucky Tennessee has looks a lot Florida, better. Yeah. Um, Kentucky times, has yeah. beaten Florida a few times more so than Tennessee years. has. Yeah. So, um, you know. Oh, in Utah, a, we didn't talk about Utah. Where does Utah rank in with A and M, Georgia, uh, LSU? See, I'm factoring that in. I think that they're more likely to lose to a Tennessee or Kentucky, and then Utah would then fall Utah? in somewhere underneath oh, there. Wow. Um, Utah looked really good this year. They did, but so did New Kentucky and Tennessee. Bowl? I mean, these are no, Florida I mean, not has New York Six Bowl. Uh, so anyway, all right, you got him at seven and five. Seven and five is your record prediction right now. More likely. No, I'm sorry, you said eight and four. Eight and four. I, I said eight and four. Yeah. 
eight and four, more likely nine wins or seven wins? Mm, probably seven wins. Yeah, I got the same thing. I think I think you guys finish seven and five. If you beat okay. Utah, mm-hmm. you can get to eight wins. But if you yeah. lose to them, I don't see a path to. If you lose to Utah week one, I don't see a path. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a welcome to the power five as a head coach, Napier. I mean, that's it's hard to draw up, you know, uh, that's a a hard game to start with. We're talking about a team who returns everyone is just took Ohio State to the absolute bell with a backup quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, a few um, a few breaks to go Ohio State's win to pull that to pull that out. I mean, that was Utah's a great football team. It is going to be I would never sit here and say I think it's a gimme loss. I don't I don't think that it's an automatic loss, but I think if they win, it's a hell of a first win. Um, because it's gonna be a tough game. Yeah, I got that as a loss. Who I mean, because who's the quarterback? We don't know. Yeah. Um I mean, I guess most people would tell you Anthony Richardson, and you know what? Hopefully it is. Yikes. But we'll see. Um, hopefully he plays well in that one, just so it doesn't get ugly. Um, all right, cool. Well, tune in next November for me to revisit Ali's take that uh, the game will not be close. Um, you know what I, w- I do want to say? As much as you hate me and as much as uh, <laughs> I, uh, I know that um, – at the beginning of the year, you were telling me, I remember at the beginning of the year last year that you were telling me that Florida and Florida State had no chance to be close. I do remember that. And I think my scenario was, mm-hmm. do you remember saying that? You were saying no. that at the beginning of the year last no. year? That you thought that Florida would blow out Florida State? I mean, we could find what your record was. I mean, Florida was a damn train wreck and still beat them. So I don't like... So you don't remember that? You don't remember you saying beat. that Florida would beat Florida State by a lot at the beginning you of the year? You kept my notes of quotes. I just have a notebook that everything goes okay. in. Mm-hmm. You had Florida 40 to 13. Okay. Was your score. Um, I believe my take, if anybody wants to go back and listen and find this, my oh take my was that if Florida drops a couple of games that they shouldn't, they drop the games we know they're going to drop. Uh, that was Georgia and LSU and stuff like that for me. You predicted them to go undefeated, I know. But that if Florida drops the games we know they're going to drop, Alabama, LSU, Georgia – also drops a couple of games that they're not supposed to drop. Kentucky, Missouri, almost Sanford, things like that. South Carolina, that Florida, and if Florida State found a way to kind of put it together and play up, that game could be close. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pretty sure that's exactly Did what Did that happened. game really feel close to you at any point in time? I believe it was a tie game at halftime, right? Or was it 10-7 at halftime? That game never felt close. You and I both sat yeah. in that stadium. Was th- there was we, never a point in time where that game felt close? Kickoff. I'd say the whole. I'd say. I'd say the whole first half. It did. Mm. When it was ten seven at was, halftime. There was and never a moment. I'd say. That, yeah, I'd say that. Uh, I think we talked about this on the show, and we did. Those that learned about it, you get to hear about it again. Um, <laughs> We talked about this on the show. I want to say that when Alec, when um, it was a seven or three point game, I think it was a three point game, and you guys were punting from your own end zone, and we muffed a punt at the fifty that then mm-hmm. gave you the ball at the thirty because it dribbled for twenty yards. That I thought the game was close then. It was a three point game, and we were we muffed a punt at the fifty. Right. The scoreboard being is that, close and the game that, feeling close are different is, things. Is a, Okay, whatever. A team having a a team having a three point deficit 
and having the ball at midfield is not not like a game that's anybody's at that point. That like game was one never, busted cover. That game yeah. was never anybody's game. Not, it never, that, you that's know what it's you, like to you sit you in a stadium that, and you feel, say that, but then don't answer the question. But TJ, you, you know what but, it's like to sit in. No, that was not anybody's game at that point. There was not a moment in that game that I thought that Florida wasn't going to win it. And you know what it feels like to sit in a no, stadium and I, well, feel the anxiety. We had different feelings. Of, we okay. had different feelings then. Okay. I mean, I know you're a homer, and again, because the SEC is on Florida's From chest, I know that you feel like that. Of the King but, Homer himself, but, wishing Jameis Winston happy birthday on our podcast. Come on, you are the for, King for Homer. you to say. For you to say that in a three-point game, when your own team is punting from the end zone, you did not see a way, a path to victory for the other team. I didn't say there was a path to victory. I said it never felt close. Well, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Can I tell you something? It was. Mm -hmm. It was a three-point game then, and it finished a three-point game. Okay. (laughs) Like it didn't, it may not have felt close to you. I don't know what you drank that morning or what you were having, but it was close. It was a three-point game. I know that Florida fans. Got up and down all over the place about, remember this? This is my favorite part. This is the favorite, the best part of this. Do you remember how Florida fans pounded their chests last year after losing to Alabama by six and saying, we played Alabama closer than anyone and it was a one-score game? Do you remember how that ended up being a one-score game? I do. do you remember I the end of that game? game with you. They scored a touchdown. It was never within two scores. They scored a touchdown in garbage time with less than two minutes to go to make it a one-score game and then never had a realistic chance to win and then pounded their chest, whoa, whoa, whoa saying, we played Alabama closer than anyone. So is that, you ever a, feel like, is that an did unfair you ever, statement? Here, here's the question. Did you ever feel like that game was close? I felt like that game was close, yeah. When it was when, – when? When did you feel like it was close? Because you never I, had the ball with the chance to score and win. Never had the ball with the chance to score and win. Okay. So when did you feel like it was close? When you were down 14? Or when you cut it to... You felt like it too. You were sitting next to me. In the third quarter? You guys were down 14 in the third quarter. And driving. Alabama SEC championship game. Let's see. The score in the third quarter was... 35-24... You guys never had the ball. You guys kept taking it from two score to one score, two score to one score, mm-hmm. two score that to one score. That is true. So like you never had the ball with a chance to to like to take the lead. Up. Correct. Uh, until the last play of the game, the Hail Mary that ended up being a sack. Um, you know, 80 yards from the uh the end zone. So, but you felt close in that one. Why? Because your team was playing in that one. Okay. But it's the same thing, no? Are those it's, similar? TJ, we sat through both of those games together. Uh, if you are going to be we intellectually dishonest and tell me that they didn't feel differently, I don't know what to tell you. We were together for the SEC championship game, and we were both in the same stadium for the Florida game. So I'm, watch not even, it together, I'm not even agreeing with you on that, that we were together. You were. We were separated you were by 80,000 people. Um, we were in the same stadium was the statement no, you try we not other, to cheer in the press we, box right we we weren't together at all there were a lot of people between us there, we're closer now in number of people than we were <laughs> well, there are less five pe- minutes from me so there, there are, are less people, less between, people between, us, us. between us between us now than there were that is there. True. so um yeah if you felt like that game was close but then the okay. three-point game in Gainesville wasn't close that's okay i wonder i wonder what the common link there is okay <laughs> It's that Maybe it's the garbage. team that you cheer for. Okay. All right, we'll be back next week so you guys can hear me and Allie argue more. Hopefully, um, 
man, I, I'd like to be wrong about my predictions just so that it means Allie's wrong too. So um, go dogs and let's get this championship. And go no happy birthday.